So it's 3.18 a.m. as I'm recording this and I'm hopeful that everybody understands by now that this is not a space for perfection. If anything, it's the complete opposite. It's a space for all the imperfection that naturally is. So there will be noises in the background. There's no studio quality sound um there will be dogs there will be trailers and trucks passing yes at 3 18 a.m because apparently the world is awake and vibrant at that time but that's not the point of this the point is that i am up and i am thinking about how i spent most of my life so far at least since i was maybe the age of four fighting with this overwhelming sensation that i am ashamed that my existence is embarrassing to somebody that person being my father who well, long story short, would have rather not let his wife and child slash children know that I exist. And so I've spent most of my time trying to avoid repeating that cycle or pattern, ensuring that I'm not anybody's little secret whether it be in friendships or intimate relationships you know i look for loudness and i I never noticed it before but i look for loudness in terms of someone being proud to call me their friend or their partner and no that doesn't mean i demand social media blasts it just means i know when i'm being hidden i know when i am someone's guilty pleasure i know when i am a secret shame for whatever reason be it time too quirky or i'm not cool enough or whatever it is um i'm aware i I'm very acquainted with that reality because for most of my life, that's how I identified myself as my father's shame. And so now in adulthood, trying to rectify that or or reconcile that with myself, trying to detach from that identity has proven to be quite the task, to say the least. Because like I said, you know, it's patterns and we repeat these cycles. We repeat what we know and we repeat what feels familiar. And so unfortunately for me, this is what is familiar. I am accustomed to being someone's darkness, you know, someone's hidden thing and I don't like that for me that does not sound like 
<laughs> the life that I came to live or have. But it's been my reality a few times. And I've had to really course correct myself every single time. I felt like I was falling into that same pattern or trap or rotation where I'd have a friend that, you know, may only talk to me sometimes or hang out with me sometimes. Or, well, sometimes I'm that friend that only hangs out with uh, particular people in secret. And it's like, I don't necessarily want anybody to know that we are friends. And I wonder why, but, you know, not to be the regular everyday therapist that I sometimes despise for the cliche of their truth. (laughs) It often is true. That, you know, whatever happens in your childhood can really, can really set the tone and the bar for what happens in your adult waking life. But, um, yeah, I, not to be that person, but I think that action of holding shame for some people or holding shame for myself really comes with that original identifying with secrecy and hiding or being hidden as sort of like I don't know my natural habitat <laughs> that makes sense um for some reason that is second nature to me and I don't like that because I've always wanted the opposite for myself I've always wanted the opposite for the people I love which is to celebrate and to be celebrated. I've always wanted to be championed. I've always wanted to be loved loudly. It's always been my deep desire to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, and to have space made for me, and to know that I am deeply appreciated in the light, in the dark, for all of who and what I am. I strive for that. I I deeply yearn for that. And so I look for it in every encounter, in every relationship that I enter, be it platonic or otherwise. And it's not that I'm one of those people that demands social media proof <laughs> whenever I interact with somebody. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm simply saying... Having spent most of, if not my entire life, feeling like and actually being somebody's secret, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to have those kinds of sensations around anything. It makes me quite anxious, actually. So it's interesting to me that some of my most valid or not valid, but my most valued relationships are ones in which I am, or a a deep aspect of the depth of the relationship is hidden and is kept out of sight, out of view, you know? And I wonder what about me 
makes that possible? Is it that it's palpable? Is it that it's so visible that this is what I've lived and experienced and therefore just energetically feels fitting to be placed there? Or is it me placing myself there? You know, am I the one making those kinds of decisions, executive decisions about where I am placed in people's lives and how I show up or well, in this case, how I'm hidden, how I'm disguised, how I am suppressed, how I am engaged with and enjoyed um, only behind a certain curtains and doors, kind of in the back alley of people's lives. It's very interesting the the way how we can weave these patterns and find ourselves in these you know in these repetitive repetitive marathons of the same thing and how do you deal with that how do you want to learn it i actually don't know i've like i said i've actively tried to undo that and ensure that i am celebrated and ensure that i am loved loudly but there are some people and some interactions that I I just fail with and there are days when I feel like I am being unfair here you know I'm demanding that all of this karmic pain be undone through this one friendship or this one relationship and why am I burdening this person with my thing you know why am I making these these kind of spiritual energetic demands on this person when they didn't ask for that. But then maybe that's the point, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe they did ask for it. Maybe that's why they are here. Maybe everybody is here to serve everybody in a spiritual and energetic way. Everyone is of that kind of service in you know people's lives and at this point you might think I'm just rambling and maybe I am but this is this is where I've been for the past few hours just backtracking and trying to figure out why I cast myself in the role of shadow person you know why do I sit at the back of people's lives even when I want to be in front row, you know? Why do I accept that for myself? Why do I allow that? You know, I'm just as much responsible as someone else is, but if we teach people how to treat us, then it sounds like most of the onus is on me, yeah? And this is not me beating up on myself. I'm just thinking. I'm learning and unlearning and weaving and unweaving and detangling. And it's quite a process. And I guess part of that need to not be in secrecy anymore, to not carry that feeling of being someone's shame and hence being ashamed of myself, 
part of that I'm doing is recording stuff like this and putting it out there because it feels pretty much like it's the antithesis, it's the anti-plot of my life where, okay, I feel very hidden and I feel very suppressed in the lives of people who may be, you know, very impactful to me. Um, so let me not suppress and let me not hide away. Let me put it all out there and not live in secret, you know. And even then, there is still a lot of hiding away in it. There's a lot of hiding away in presenting the truth, but that might just require another episode <laughs> or another recording. Anyway, this was also very instrumental in me clearing my head so I can actually sleep and go to work when the sun is up, but I... I guess I needed to say it here that these past few days have been very intense for me in figuring out my place in the world and figuring out my values and understanding how my my reflection or how I how I see myself reflects itself in how people treat me or it reflects in how people see me and treat me and value me how because I am secretly wearing this identity of shame or being my father's shame my inability to let go of that has somehow latched on to most of my life and so I've just been carrying around that that energy so in moments when I feel like I am being treated like a secret or you know someone is sharing in my energy and in my space but they're not proud to be around me they're not proud to be in my <laughs> my presence or company why don't I speak up you know, why am I unable to say that I don't accept this, that this is not for me? I don't know, there's just a lot of unlearning and, like I said, retracing my steps and figuring out where I lost my voice. If I, you know, where did where did I misstep or go wrong and how can I how can I correct my course? I don't think I'm going to figure it out here, but talking it out helps, you know. It's like putting it out just so that it can have some space to breathe because my mind and my body is pretty cramped right now, full of other emotions, and letting it out just allows it to, you know, allows it to present itself to me in a more understandable and visible way. And so that's what this is. <laughs> but thanks for joining me for it. Um, I don't know if anybody would have gained anything by listening, but I am grateful. I'm grateful for 
the patience as well. I initially wanted to release every week, you know, just release a a, a podcast every week, uh, an episode of this particular podcast. But sometimes the content gets very heavy and very close to home. And even though I may want to address certain things, there is still a fear around it. There is still an exhaustion in advance, if you will, that comes with discussing certain things. Or I'm tired already. Like, I know it's not going to be fun or easy, so I don't do it. But, alas, I am here, you are here, and I am grateful. So, <sighs> thanks. Thanks again for tuning in to another Soft Spot podcast episode. And I hope that I hope that you will meet me again in the next one. As I am definitely meeting myself through these episodes. And thanks to everybody who had given me feedback on the last episode about um my body. And um, my mother's body, it seemed to resonate with a lot of people or, you know, like shed some light on how I viewed myself and maybe how others view themselves. And I can't express how that's pretty much what I've wanted from anything that I create to mirror, you know, to mirror people and, and let them see themselves while they're meeting me, they're meeting themselves. I think that's deeply, I don't know, soulful and purposeful. And I, I've always wanted that for anything that I create or release or express. So thank you once again for the millionth time. <laughs> and take care until the next one.